everyone. Welcome back to What A Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news... Last week, Multnomah County announced that they will be expanding the Legal Clinic Program, a program that works to lift legal barriers for people impacted by the justice system. Legal Clinic provides free legal services to clients who've been referred from community organizations and Multnomah County. Legal Clinic handles a variety of legal matters for clients, such as landlord-tenant disputes, eviction defense, immigration issues, and more. In the wake of protests calling for racial justice last summer, the Multnomah County Board of Commissioners expanded funding for legal services with a focus on Black, Indigenous, and communities of color. In state news, last week the Oregon Health Authority released a new timeline for its goals of vaccinating Oregon educators and seniors. According to the vaccine timelines from the Oregon Health Authority, teachers are eligible for vaccines on January 25th. Seniors 80 and older will be eligible the week of February 7th. The news that teachers are to be prioritized before seniors for the COVID vaccine quickly sparked outrage among the community. Governor Kate Brown defended her decision during a news conference this past Friday. Governor Brown said, quote, I'm using every single tool we have to get our kids back in the classroom this school year. Brown mentioned that she has heard many stories of children dealing with anxiety, depression, and attempting suicide. Because of this, her decision stands. In response to protecting senior citizens from the virus, Brown says that Oregon has done a better job of protecting seniors than almost every other state, and that Oregon has the second lowest COVID-19 infection rate among seniors. She states, quote, I am asking these seniors to hold tight and stay safe for just a few more weeks. My priorities have not changed, only my timeline has. Oregon officials on Saturday announced the state's second known case of the contagious coronavirus strand known as variant B117. This is the same strand that has been rapidly sweeping through the United Kingdom. The Oregon Health Authority said it was notified Friday that someone in Yamhill County tested positive for the variant. The person has no known travel history and public health officials are still investigating the individual's possible sources of infection. This news comes just a week after a University of Portland employee became the first Oregonian to be infected with this new COVID-19 strand. Last Friday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported 195 known cases of the variant strand nationwide. In national news, last Wednesday, January 20th, Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th President of the United States. Former California Senator Kamala Harris made history by becoming the nation's first female, first Black, and first South Asian Vice President. President Joe Biden spent his first full day in office signing at least 10 executive orders, memorandums, and directives focused on tackling the coronavirus pandemic. Biden also signed an executive order to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Now here's your update on the impeachment trials. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has stated many times over the past few weeks that he didn't want to hold Senate impeachment trials until after the inauguration. Now that inauguration day has passed, the Senate impeachment trials officially have a date. The single article of impeachment against Trump for inciting the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol is slated to be sent to the Senate Monday. Trump's trial is scheduled to begin the week of February 8th with the full Senate required to meet six days a week until the trial is complete. In COVID-related news, the United States has surpassed 25 million coronavirus cases. This milestone is met a year after the first COVID case was reported in the U.S., This means that about one in every 13 people, or approximately 7.6% of the U.S. population, has been infected with COVID-19. Despite the staggering numbers, experts still say that the data significantly understates the true number of people in the country who have been infected. 
In international news, 11 miners have been rescued in China after two weeks of being trapped some 2,000 feet below the surface. The original 22 miners became trapped on January 10th following an unexplained explosion at the Hushan gold mine. It wasn't until 30 hours later that the accident was reported. There has already been one reported death and the fate of the other 10 missing miners remain unknown as the search continues. China's mines are considered to be amongst the most dangerous in the world. According to the country's National Mine Safety Administration, China recorded 473 mining accidents and 573 mining-related deaths in the year 2020 alone. Lastly, here's your wildcard news for the week. While the inauguration this past Wednesday was filled with many historic moments, it was the infamous photograph of a man in a pair of quirky mittens sitting on a chair looking notably disgruntled that made the internet explode. Yes, I'm talking about former Democratic presidential contender and current United States Senator Bernie Sanders. The photo of Bernie sparked thousands upon thousands of tweets, memes, and edits with people all around the world chiming in. The photo of Bernie has now been photoshopped in every context imaginable. When asked on Late Night with Seth Meyers if he was aware this photo would immediately become the meme of the day, Bernie Sanders responds, quote, Not at all. I was just sitting there trying to keep warm, trying to pay attention to what was going on. Well, that wraps up What a Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.